When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to Waste Thoughts. Just an analog man trying to make it in a digital world. Join us as we gather yet again around the virtual campfire to see what's on his mind. Make sure you stop by the website, weissthoughts.com. Just make sure you spell his name right, W-Y-C-E, weissthoughts.com. To listen to more episodes, check out the blog, and so much more. Now... Let's meet the man with a face built for radio. Here he is, your host, Terry Weiss. Can't handle the truth. Hey, everybody. Welcome, 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 one and all. Welcome back to another edition of Weiss Thoughts, your analog man in a digital world. I am your humbled host, Terry Weiss. Thank you so much for stopping by for the, another episode of the podcast Duh. today. Winning. Yeah, that's right. You know you're in the right spot, right? Uh, welcome you back, welcoming you all back, no matter where, when, and how you are listening. Don't forget, say it every episode, don't forget the website, weissthoughts.com. Just make sure you spell my name right, please. W-Y-C-E. A couple of you have eaten. Uh, believe it or not, a couple of you emailed me <laughs> and said, hey, can't reach the website. Uh, by the way, it's weissthoughts at gmail.com. So you spell my name right in the Gmail, but you couldn't find the website. Hmm. Uh, I try to put tags for the website in there as well, uh, so you can just click and go, as it were. But at the website, I uh, got some great new features, by the way. Before we get underway today, I wanted to mention to you at the website at weissthoughts.com. First and foremost... Uh, there's a new video page. Now, if you have stopped by the website previously, you had seen that on the homepage there was like a featured video because I, I did start a YouTube channel, okay? We, we did that for you. And I was putting, like, trying to keep up with that, putting the most recent episodes up there. But our gracious podcast host uh, decided they were going to update their features and they increased or increased... Like they had it to begin with. They actually provided a new uh, a feature that we are able to link directly to the Weiss Thoughts YouTube channel. And if you haven't checked that out yet, oh, pray tell, please do. Uh, Weiss Thoughts, look for it on YouTube. I got some more videos going up. It's it's in its infancy, but it is growing. But you can actually just click on the videos uh, tab at the top of the Weiss Thoughts page website. And there you can see an ongoing list of uh YouTube videos that yours truly puts up. How's that? Uh, the other thing, just like we mentioned last episode on the program, you now get you get all of me commercial free. We have eliminated commercials on the podcast. Uh, it was a um, 
a short-lived experiment, but some of you had written in or wrote in, whatever the correct English uh, way of saying that was or is, and said, you know, really, do we have to have commercials on a podcast now, too? I know a lot of podcasters out there do it. They make money. They make revenue with it. Hey, I am not faulting them. That's their that's their bag. That's their, that's their gig, man, and that's cool. I, I listen to po- some podcasters that do run commercials or they read live in ads, live in ads, live on air ads while they're going as well. That's great. Fine with them. You know, if they want to do that, that's fine. But, you know, some of you said, really, come on. You know, we kind of, one of the reasons I listen to you, Terry, is because you don't run commercials and stuff on your podcast. It's just, you know, all you all the time. And I'm like, oh, you know, we thought about it. I'm like, yeah, you know, why not? I mean, the, you know, the couple of dollars we would get here or there from that, big deal. But in lieu of that, if you wanted to, we do have a donation uh, button on the website over at weisthoughts.com. And that's totally up to you. You can donate through PayPal, or I think there's a website that we're linked to now called Buy Me a Coffee. If you want to throw down a buck or something, hey, that's cool. If not, that's cool too. Entirely up to you. Um, you know, any money's donated, you know, we'll go primarily for the upkeep of the podcast and the uh, the ever growing uh, plethora of things that we do here at Weiss Thoughts. Now, uh, one other thing too. Oh, check out the the Weiss Thoughts YouTube. Uh, channel or you can link link to it uh, go to the link rather on the videos page at the the website and uh, the latest episode that just dropped here um, overnight I review a, a, a camera that I got recently a Panasonic g85 to add to the camera arsenal <laughs> I know and and some of you have emailed me and said you know T you know, you threw up like a video with your iPhone, you know, way back in summer and said, I don't know if I'm going to invest all this money in, you know, DSLR cameras and all this equipment to vlog. Why bother? I mean, if you know, a phone does just as well, blah, blah. And here I go down that rabbit hole, unfortunately. <laughs> but, oh, the, the picture quality, just it's just so many things you can do with that as opposed to your, to your regular old cell phone. Now, you know, for some out there, the cell phone is fine and that's cool. That's great. Uh, but I'm, I'm just going down that. I find I'm going down that rabbit hole now of uh, spending some money. So I got a couple of toys there. But I did a review on the Panasonic uh, G85 camera, which I'm rather rather pr- proud of. So um, if you want to check that out and uh, you know give it a thumbs up or you know subscribe to the channel, I'll, I'll be doing various things on there. It's going to be an offshoot of this program here too as well. We're uh, I, I'm not going to do really product reviews here on the podcast. I'm going to leave that for the video channel. But a lot of things, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to be a corporate sellout, you know. So, Disgust me. I know. I'm sorry. But anyway, you know. We're, we're just, oh, yeah. Okay. We're, we're, I'm trying not to be a corporate sellout. So just so you know. Anyway, what else do we got? So that's it. That's the updates. A couple new, uh, a couple new videos dropped in the past week or so on the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is growing by leaps and bounds, getting more views and such and the like, which I like. I, I like putting out that content. Uh, you can see my face built for radio on there at the Weiss Thoughts YouTube channel. Uh, enough of that. Anyway, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your pets about the podcast. Keep it growing. Uh, if you like the program, please give us a five-star rating. Appreciate that as well. And as usual, if you want to get in touch with me, it's weisthoughts at gmail.com or through the email form at the website. There. Have I wasted enough time doing all that? All right, good. So, onward and upward. Uh, what do I want to talk about this week? Well, have you got your masks out? 
Have you got them out yet? Okay. Uh, looks like we're dropping back into, just in some uh, relevant news, we're dropping back into uh, more masks and now vaccine mandates. I, I don't know. It's almost just like we're just being told to obey and, you know. Silence, yeah, do as we're told. Uh, you know, I've got conflicting thoughts on this, and I don't want to get banned or censored or anything like that, so I'm just going to, uh, you know. You better shut your mouth before I shut it for you. Yeah, that's right, you know, because I don't want the big bad boys at YouTube or on these podcast creators, you know. You know, you got to be careful what you say. Otherwise, you know, they just, you know, you, you get those warnings, you know, and they'll just you say. You better shut yeah. your mouth before I shut it for you. Exactly. So I just don't want to, uh, I don't want to get myself in trouble. <laughs> It's up to you, I guess, what you do and, uh, you know, how uh, how you feel about that. It's just... Uh, oh, come on! Yeah, I know. That's, that's kind of what I feel like. And uh, it's almost getting to the point now where, I don't know, it's just... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just can't... Uh, I just feel like we're just trained animals at the zoo, you know, or something. Yeah. Will you please, Mr. Producer? All right. Knock it off. You know, a lot of people out there, you know, think that a lot of people are being sheep about this whole thing. Mr. Will somebody take that soundboard away from him, please? Thank you. (laughs) Enough of that. Oh, my golly. But, again, you know, more mask mandates from the president on down. Um, a ceremonial cup of green tea, as I had on the last episode. Nothing like good green tea. But there's, there seems to be a lot of controversy going around with that, with the mask mandates and regulations. Uh, the latest thing they did here up in my part of the nation is if you want to go to see a football game or up the upcoming hockey season, you basically got to prove that you're vaccinated and show you're, you're uh, vaccinated. And, uh, you know, theaters are doing it and, and everything. <sighs> I don't know, folks. To me, I just feel it's a personal decision. It's nothing about patriotism. It's nothing about being, you know, a resistor or a part of the resistance. I think it's a health matter. It's a personal health matter. And like any other time throughout history, uh, you know, you hear some out there shouting, my body, my choice on certain issues. Uh, certain females will shout this in your face about things without getting too political on this and, and rambling on about it too much. But all of a sudden this, everyone, or not everyone, a lot of people are just willing to just go along. And again, it should be your own personal choice. I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV. I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn last night or anything. Uh, it should be a talk between you and your personal physician on whether that's right for you. And if it is, great. If it isn't, that's fine too. But I think for large entities to get involved and start saying, well, you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't do this and you can't do that unless you do this, um, that to me is totalitarian control. Uh, to me, that's not what government was designed for in the United States of America. Now, if you live someplace like North Korea or Vietnam or China or Russia, uh, maybe you're used to that form of government. But uh, here in the USA, we're not used to that. So uh, only time is going to tell what's going to happen. I guess history will decide uh, and find out who is right and who is wrong with regards to that. We're just going to have to play it out and wait and see. But anyhow, what I wanted to talk to to you all about on the podcast today, I uh, just wanted to give you that little short update because a couple people have uh, sent me emails about that as well. Um, 
I wanted to mainly talk today about parenting. And do parents even bother to parent, as I do the air quotes here in the studio today, do parents even bother to parent their children, raise their children, as it were, anymore? Um, I saw this question come up in a in a forum over the past uh, week, and I've kind of been thinking about that and remembering my childhood growing up, uh, how my parents raised myself and my, my other sibling, and how we raised, me and Mrs. W here, raised our children and, you know, the stepchildren in the family, and how I now my children's children are being raised. And I've got some serious uh, moments of pause when it comes to what I, I don't know if I would call it modern day parenting but i've got really some serious uh some serious concerns about how our children are being raised by the people that spawned or spurned spawned had them and it all boils down to basically in a nutshell is i think a section of of uh society is not pulling their their load doing their fair share doing their due diligence uh, or I'll just come right out and say it in plain English. They're not parenting properly, or if at all. They just kind of turn the little tykes, the little to- toddlers, the little uh, the little squirts over to the television or let the school raise them. You know, we just <laughs> pop them out, and then we get back to our two, you know, two jobs, three jobs, and so we can buy another boat or another country house or, you know, whatever. And then when they get old enough, we'll throw them in preschool, and then we'll throw them in pre-K, and... You know, and then we'll get them involved in 17 activities under the sun. And, you know, then it'll be soccer, you know, soccer mom, soccer dad, baseball mom, ballerina mom, ballerina dad, karate, you know, all the blah, 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 blah. I think we, as a society, really got to take a hard look at how we are raising our children. And also while we're looking at that is, are we protecting our children because there's a lot going on in the world, my friends. Now, no matter what you feel politically, ideologically, um, you know, socially going on, there's been a lot of talk in the news nowadays, especially with COVID, uh, especially with this critical race theory, which I, I think critical race theory is total garbage and bullshit. Okay, I'm just going to tell you like it is. You know, telling a certain segment of the population that, hey, you know, you may not have done anything yet, but it's in your DNA. You're inherently racist. To me, that's the biggest crock of shit on, in the, that I've ever heard in the universe, okay? Um, to come at it and try and, you know, get in these youngsters' heads that, you know, oh, I'm already, oh, I'm a racist. I'm already doomed for failure. Or I should all feel ashamed for something. I mean, I'll, any children that I've seen playing together, I've seen children of all races playing together in the playground, youngsters. There's no, you know, nobody calls anybody a racial slur when they're fighting. It's like, you're a jerk. Give me that back. That's my doll. That's my ball. It's not, oh, you black SOB or, oh, you, you know, white SOB or, oh, you know, blah, blah. The kids aren't throwing racial slurs around at three, four, five, and six years old. They're just doing what kids do at that age. And... You know, to to put this critical race theory garbage into schools, I think, is 200% wrong. Uh, I think it's a socialist, a communist agenda, uh, for, right from the communist playbook, to, to keep dividing our culture and our society so we can't come together as one family, as Americans. Uh, they're just trying to keep us as Americans, as I, a phrase I coined, you know, and we need to be Americans, 
or Americans, not Americans. You know, we can't get along. We can't do this. We can't look at another person without seeing their skin color or sexual orientation. And they keep, you know, and, and the funny thing about that is, is the biggest people that cry and whine and bitch and piss and moan about how racist our society is and, you know, white supremacy and all this other garbage that's going around are the ones perpetuating what they're actually bitching and crying about. Yeah, let that sink in. I said it. Now, does some of that stuff exist out there? I'm sure it probably does, but it's not on every street corner and in every home and in every school. Like some might, you know, try to mind fuck you into believing it is. I'm sorry. I just do not agree with it. This is still America. I have a right to my opinion, as do you yours. Remember that too, okay? But letting the schools raise your children, I think, is a big disappointment. Because the public school system, in most cases in this country, is a just a hot mess. It's a, it's a, it's a dumpster fire. Um, it's an out of control speeding, speeding train with no brakes. Because they're just money has ruined the the, the public school system. Anything that you, you ever notice that anything? And I'm not trying to be an anti government person here. I'm really. I, I'm really trying not to be this lately, folks, but I'll tell you, the more I see of our government stepping into stuff and stepping in shit every time they touch something, the the, the school system, the public school system is just another fine example of that, of how they are just fucking everything up from, from stem to stern. Uh, oh, we'll just throw more money at it instead of actually addressing the real problems, you know. We'll just give more money. More money didn't fix the hole in the Titanic, okay? More money didn't save drowning people. You know, you're drowning. Well, here, I'm going to throw you some more money. They needed life vests. You know, they needed more boats in the area to save the Titanic, um, if that analogy makes sense to you. But getting back to the topic here, as I, I digress... I'm glad to see some parents getting involved, and unfortunately, it took this uh, uh, the CRT theory that's that, that's being you know prop, propagandized in our schools and shoved in our schools against most people's will of all ethnicities, mind you. Now, this isn't just Caucasian people, you know, clapping back at this critical race theory, uh, series, critical race theory garbage. It's people of all nationalities. I've seen black people. I've seen Asian people, Hispanic. I mean, you name it, they're saying this is garbage. And the parents are finally stepping in and stepping up, as you should. Also, this, you know, about masks in schools for younger children's and, and children's. <laughs> masks in school for younger children, etc. cetera. Uh, you know, finally, finally people are stepping in and, uh, you know, and, and like I said, parents are stepping in and stepping up. You got to realize, folks, your child, okay, whether it's natural birthright or a stepchild and you're in a family, you know, like a nuclear family or an extended nuclear family or, you know, an adaptive nuclear family, no matter what it is, whether it's, you know, man, woman, 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 man, man, whatever, your child, you are responsible for that life. They need your guidance. They need your protection. They need your tutelage. They need you to teach them proper things right from wrong. You have to instantly start to become a better person once you become a parent. That's right. Let that statement sink in, and I will say it again. Once you become a parent and that child comes into the world, you should instantly, instantly start to become a better person 
and a be- make yourself a better parent because you have to show this other human being, this life, what it's about, what what to do, how to protect itself, how to learn, how to care for others. You know, ultimately, it's your responsibility to raise your child. It's not pre-K. It's not the government. It's not the teachers in the school system. It's not your pediatrician. It's not your extended family members per se. Okay, it's not up to your parents or her parents, his parents, okay, the aunts and uncles to raise your children. You are the parent. You need to take responsibility and ownership and own up to the responsibility. You did the deed, now do the right thing. And some of y'all out there don't. You just, you know, you pump, pump and hump and then just disappear. And this is why we have some children that are growing up, unfortunately, to be murderers, bullies, just overall shitty people. And and I know, I get it. I know at some point you're going to say, hey, Terry, though, at some point, you know, a child becomes self-aware and realizes I'm an adult and I, I'm responsible for me. But I understand that argument to a point. However, if all you've ever known is just somebody letting you do what you want, when you want, how you want, get everything your own way, okay, how you want, look at some of these clowns that are running around, you know, and I'm sorry, I'm going to use a use a, a term here. Look at some of these millennials running around that think the world revolves around them. They should never encounter any difficulty in their life. They should never have any challenges. No one should ever tell them no. They should be able to do and say what they want and act out any way they see fit because they are so special and they were always told by other people that they're the most important thing in God's universe and the, you know, hooray for me and the hell with you kind of an attitude they're raised with. That's not raising a decent human being. Now, it's great to have a healthy self-esteem, mind you. I mean, that's that's something we all need. We don't want to raise a, you know, a generation of people that are scared of their own, you know, goddamn shadow. We should raise well-adjusted young 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 men and young ladies. And parents, no matter what your child wants to be, encourage them. And I mean that, I mean that wholeheartedly. They want to be an artist, if they want to be a firefighter, if they want to be a policeman, if they want to be an astronaut, if you know, encourage those dreams. Let them explore, let them find out, let them develop and grow as they as they, you know, grow up. Let them dream, let them play. Let them get outside and play with other kids and what have you. Don't just sit them in front of a friggin' television because that's the worst thing you can do is let the TV raise you. Oh, my God, the garbage that's on television now, all right, in this woke society, you know. Don't let the schools raise your children and the school boards determine what your children, you know, have some input in there. Thank you, parents, for those of you out there that I've seen on the news and in videos. both in and out of social media and talk to that are actually stepping in and stepping up and being parents and holding some of these clowns that got into these positions in the school boards and that accountable. Vote these fuckers out, man. If they don't do what's best for your school district and your school system, these people got to go. Get them the fuck out. Vote them out there. You got to, you know, get involved. You know, maybe it's one less bridge club meeting or one less, you know, pizza party or, party or play date or 
you know, wine club or whatever it is you're into, get involved. Make that a priority on your calendar. And kudos to you that have done that already and continue to do so. Uh, you got to remember, you're raising the next generation, okay? Um, you know, spend time with your children. Uh, one of the things my parents did a lot of is they, you know, they were around. They, we spent time together. Yeah, my dad worked and my mom had a part-time job here and there. But we spent time together in a, as a family. And we, again, we, I'm not telling you I had some leave it to beaver kind of family or you know, people are out there going, who the hell is leave it to beaver? Okay. Um, you know, my family had its, you know, it was as dysfunctional probably as any family. We had our good and our bad things, you know. We all have those. Every family does. Every family has good points and bad points. There's no perfect family. And if someone's out there putting out their persona of being the perfect family, they're lying. All right. There's no perfect family, you know, and you you don't have to look at another family and go, oh, I wish I was like the Joneses because they look perfect. They go on a vacation for two weeks. They do this. They do. Believe me, the Joneses have their fights and throwdowns and screaming matches and bitch fights. And there's probably one of the kids that's probably, you know, you know not behaving or did this or got. We all have them. We all have our skeletons and we all have closets that we like to keep them in. No family is perfect. But what you need to realize and comprehend is you need to do the best you can with what you got. All right? It has nothing to do with economic stance or standing in society. It's the most that I found, and even my kids said it growing up, and even my grandkids now when they come over, they just want to spend time with you. Doing the stupidest thing, go outside and look for butterflies. I mean, my grandkids, when they were younger, they looked, go outside. Papa, let's go outside. Grandma, Grammy, let's go outside. I want to go see if we can find the birds or the butterflies. Well, you know, when we had our dog when he was alive. Go out in the backyard, play stuff like that, you know. Do a, do a, like a little bonfire in the backyard and roast marshmallows and hot dogs on a stick. I mean, they didn't need the latest PlayStation. They wanted to go out and do things when they were younger. And if you instill that kind of passion and desire into them, it's something they'll never outgrow. Now, yeah, they may, you know, matriculate towards the the electronics and the gamings and all that, but they'll still have a desire, an an underlying passion to do the other as well. But the biggest thing, my friends, parents, the biggest thing you can do is give your children your time. Put down the beer, put down the newspaper, put down the magazine, put down the fucking iPad, put down your phone. Spend some time with your kids, just one-on-one. Go to a park. Go buy an ice cream cone. Sit in the park. Whatever. Go get a hamburger, a hot dog. Go to the beach if you have that there. Whatever. Go, you know, go and, you know, get them on a swing set at at certain ages and stuff like that. Those are the memories they're going to remember and cherish. And I'm telling you, it's a good head start for them. You know, that social interaction, being with you, the parent, Tell them stories about when you grow up. And I'm not saying just tell them the war stories about how you had to walk uphill to school both ways. I heard those from my grandparents and my parents. Tell them honest, you know, honest down to earth stories of, you know, challenges you faced as a kid, you know, as a child. You know, yeah, you know what? I wanted to do this too. And my mom and dad said no because we didn't have the money at the time. But we did this instead. And, and you know what? It turned out to be more fun. Or, yeah, you know, if they come home and they said that, you know, it's maybe somebody's starting to pick on them a little in school. You know what? If you had that happen to you or a sibling of yours or whatever or a cousin or a relation you knew growing up, or even if you knew someone in your schooling years, or your school years, and share that with them. Share the anecdote because it it disarms them. It, it 
brings them down and like makes them realize, yeah, mom and dad understand what I'm going through, kind of. And they're going to be more open to open up to you. Okay. Now, kids will always have their secrets and want to keep certain things, you know, to a point. But if you communicate with your children, parent, be a parent, communicate with your children. I'm not saying be their best buddy like I've seen some of these new age parents do. I'm my child's friend. No, you must be your child's parent. You know, I, I, my stomach turns and I want to throw up in my mouth whenever I see stuff on TV. My mom's my best friend. Or, you know, my dad's my best friend. No, he's your father. He's your, she's your mother. They're your parent. You can get along with them, which is great, as you should. They're, you know, I mean, it's sometimes families have problems getting along, but it's great. You can get along with them. But at the end of the day, you're the parent. You're there to guide, nurture. You're the you're the consigliere, as they say in the mob, man. You're, you're the confidant. Let them be, you know, and, and they might not always do what you say when they, as they get older and come to you and say, hey, I got this problem. Or can I talk to you about something? But one thing I can tell you is if your child ever comes to you and says, mom, dad, can I talk to you about something? Stop whatever you're doing. I don't care if that deadline for your job is in five minutes and you're working out of your home office. You put the brakes on that shit, spend that quality time with your child. Because I'll tell you, that goes a long way and they'll remember that. And they'll pass it along to their children. You know, I I just, I think we got to get back to parenting. I think a lot of our societal woes here, especially in the United States of America, because that's where I live, I think a lot of our societal woes come from the breakdown of the family and especially the breakdown of parenting. Parents not being parents, trying to be buddies and pals because you feel guilty because you work, you know, 200 hours a week just to, you know, so you can buy that 90-inch, you know, flat screen, you know, 8K television that, you know, Massages your feet while you're watching it. Bullshit. Things are things, my friends. Things are things. You've got to remember that. If I can instill any anything in your mind today as, as we talk on the program here on Voice Thoughts about parenting and my thoughts on parenting and do parents really parent anymore, we've got to get back to the basics, the the basic structures of parenting. That's what we need to do, especially in the United States of America because we when you when when you're doing just the basics at being a parent i'm not just talking about putting food in their bellies clothes on their back and a, a safe place to live and grow up but really again i can't stress enough spend time with your children get to know your children and teach them correct them when necessary with love i'm not saying you got to you know get out the belt and give them 50 lashes or whatever i mean you do what's right and reasonable as far as punishment, you know, I mean, but they have to learn that certain actions have consequences, okay, and if they disobey and, you know, one thing if I can to to those of you that may be listening that are new parents or going to become parents and you're like just taking this all in, when your child asks you to do something, please don't use the phrase because I'm your father or I'm your mother and that's why or because I said so. To this day, I cannot stand that phrase. Your child, I know as a child, and I, I would imagine all, because this is just a human trait, I would I would imagine. But if I said, hey, I want to go over to blah, blah, blah's house. No. Why? Because I said so. That's why. 
children, adults, humans want information. Hey, can I go over to so-and-so's house? No. Well, why? Can't? And they're going to ask you, well, why not? Because I told you to clean your room earlier today. You haven't cleaned your room. It's a mess. And if you go clean your room, depending on how long it takes you, if it's not too close to dinner, then you can go over to so-and-so's house. Oh, all right. Now, if the child is corrected in that manner, provided, hey, if you do this, you're not telling them 100% you'll take them over to so-and-so's house, but you said you were asked to do this, you didn't do that, so actions have consequences. So you're saying if you do this, and depending on how long it takes you to clean your room, if it's not too close to the dinner time, and you know we, you can go over then and play over at so-and-so's house. See what I'm, you see what I'm getting out there? Because then it, the onus is on the child. They know they have to clean their room. And if they choose not to, then you're not going over to your friend's house. Plain and simple. Ta-da. Problem solved. And there's none of that resentment that children can have for authority, an authority figure, or their parent. Because when you just say, because I said so, that's why, or I'm your mother, that, and I said so, or I'm your father, and I said so, all that does is set up a confrontational, resentful relationship. It, it it just sounds like you're too damn lazy and you're just pulling a power trip on them. That's what I took out of it when I was growing up. And to this day, when I hear somebody say that to their child, I just cringe I'm, on the inside. I'm like, oh, God, why are you doing that? So, again, parents, please practice parenting. Don't, you know, dump your kids off somewhere and expect somebody else to do it because if you do that and then they come back and they're little bastards or bitches, you know, they're little monsters, you got no one to blame but yourself, you know. You don't I mean, you don't want to see your kid on the nightly news at 15 or 16 years old arrested for vandalism and burglary, you're going to go to juvie hall or god forbid commit some kind of heinous crime or they're facing prison or just grow up to be a shitty adult. You don't want that. Because honestly, you know, when people look at, you know, people on TV and they're, you know, their early teens and 20s, they, the first thing that pops into a lot of people's minds, I know myself and, and uh, my wife's mind is, where were the parents for this kid? Did they ever raise this, this person or did they just kind of let them go on their own like a wild animal and this is what we got? Somebody who, you know, beat the hell out of three people at a party and ended up killing one because out of their anger issues. Where was the, where was the parenting when this child was growing up to teach them right from wrong? I think, again, and I'll repeat it, I think a lot of societal woes in the United States of America on a bunch of levels, both socially, economically, politically, you know, overall can be solved by just parents getting back to parenting. That's what they need to do, okay? And that's, I think, really what needs to happen here in the United States. Parents, please, if you're going to have children and become parents... Just practice parenting. And I know it doesn't come with a book. It doesn't come with a guide. When we raised our children, you're going to make mistakes. That happens. Perfectly understandable. But just do the best you can. And if you need help, reach out. Ask for help. Ask your family members. Ask your friends. And then do what you feel is best to raise your children. Because if we start parenting children, we're going to be raising a generation of success for them and future generations in our country. Well, thanks for stopping by the podcast today. I appreciate your listenership. And remember to stop by the website, weisthoughts.com. 
send me some email at weisthoughts at gmail.com or from the email contact form on the webpage. Check out the new video tab on the website. Check out the new YouTube channel, Weiss Thoughts. If you have any comments, suggestions, or feedback, I always look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. If you like the program, give it a five-star rating. And remember, to be the change in the world, you have to look at the person staring back at you in the mirror. Be the change you want to see. Be good to yourselves. Be good to others. Until next time, my friends, take care.